Okay, all right. Somewhat. Not. Not. All right. All right, sorry. No, no, we're good. So my name is Garrett Sims, and we're here with another episode of What's It Like, the show where we interview unique people about the lives they live and what they do. And today I'm here with a, another unique person, the, the tea chemist, which is such an interesting name. Like, did you give yourself that name or? No, so the tea chemist came from, um, I was, uh, we have a, we have a certain companies that we've been able to have the privilege of partnering with. Okay. And Black Coffee is one of those companies. Uh, we have some of their coffee bees on the wall. Shout out to Black Coffee, of course. Right, shout out to Black Coffee. <laughs> uh, we all went to the same college. Okay. So we went to school in Louisiana, New Orleans, Louisiana, Xavier University. <laughs> and um, so they gave me that nickname because I have degrees in chemistry and Spanish. And so the tea chemist just came over time as something that I would... Yeah, that was exactly. And I didn't even say so, Joy de France, that last name, de France, am I pronouncing that right? And where is that? Joie de France. Joie de France. There you go. So that's French, as I can just tell by the way you said it, that's French. <laughs> no, no, you can't, but yeah, Joy, in the Americanized version, it's Joy de France. All right, definitely. And just with your background of chemistry, so I want to get into that a little bit first. So when I hear a chemist, I'm thinking someone in a long white lab coat taking test tubes and just pouring stuff into things and seeing what blows up and what doesn't. Is that, am I, am I close or am I far off? We don't, it's not that okay. hazardous. <laughs> you just go in and you're just like, oh, let's see if this works. You know, yeah, it's not that hazardous, <laughs> thankfully. Um, but you do, I, I worked in the lab and actually I'm back in the lab. I am a lab manager now, so. Um, as it, it, it's something where you, you learn over time what the hazards are so you don't get into that situation where you're just, uh, yeah. you know, mixing stuff yeah. in, you know. Okay. So. so just like, before, so your job before this as uh, a chemist, just kind of explain like what the day-to-day -day was for that and just what was your job and kind of how you felt about it. Um, so as a, being in the lab, it basically, you get a chance to, understand processes and procedures and so um, I've had several lab jobs one of the very last ones I had was um, working um, working with medical devising so medical I work for devising. a okay. devising company so we would test the reagents before they got to the uh, final uh, product all right sorry if, I, if I'm not knowing this a little bit over my head reagents you're testing the reagents what are these what's that when you go to the doctor and they uh, draw your blood or they take your urine yeah, yeah. Um, it would be reagents that would test for drugs of abuse uh, or some of the so the calcium albumin things like that just to see what your blood uh, level count for minerals and um, different different things. so you're kind of so you kind of like the middleman of testing it to make sure everything was all right and exactly. then you send it to the doctor's <laughs> office okay I think I'm getting exactly. it now right, right, right. so when you were doing this job and how long were you a chemist before you moved to the here so I, I was in for uh, about 12 years, and wow. now I'm back. I'm actually okay. You're yeah, back. I'm back in the lab. You're back in the lab. You kind of stay away from it, or you think you just wanted to do both? <laughs> I mean, I'm I have ADD. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> so you're a worker. Man. I am a worker. Yes. Yeah, I understand. I mean, you have to be as an entrepreneur. I mean, of course, yeah, definitely. So beforehand, because um, you're back in the lab now, was every when you were doing it before, is every day the same, or do you think it's unique and every day is new? Every day is new. I mean, Even you as have, a chemist. Definitely. I mean, you have to be able to be flexible. You don't yeah. know what 
the day's challenges will bring and all of that, so yeah. So as a chemist, I guess I can see how that goes into being in tea now, but when you were first deciding to stop being a chemist in the lab, was there anything in your head thinking about, okay, I'm done with being a chemist in the lab, but tea? Was that in your head or did that just kind of just, is that just one of those life things where it just kind of brought itself to you? It's one of those life things that brought itself to me. I am, even though I, I have multiple jobs, I think I have four now. So, always, so, working, for always working for real. I love it. <laughs> but I, I am a chill person. Okay. And I was a customer here at Tease Me, just like Tamika, our owner, uh, yeah. it was. And still is, obviously, because she's, <laughs> yeah, she's, here, right <laughs> she's here right now. But um, with that, that was something that I just grew to love this environment. And I uh, asked the original owner, basically, if he had anything part-time initially. Okay. And then um, it just kind of grew into a four-year stint of being the general manager. <laughs> a whole new life. <laughs> a whole new life. Yeah, and that's just how it happens sometimes without you even knowing what's going to come from it. Exactly. And but, as you see, I mean, there's we have our regulars. Um, we have people that used to work here. And yeah. so this, like, uh, this family the environment is awesome. No, like, and I and I could see that just as soon as you walk in, you can tell this is just not a normal tea or cafe rush, anything. It's, it has a real family vibe just from the energy in here. <laughs> it has a really family vibe just from the energy in here. Was it like this with the original owner? So it's always been that family vibe. So the art and everything that's in here, same thing before the owner, is that something that just happened when Tamika took a hold of everything? With the former owner, the, the biggest difference is that um, I'm not 100% sure where the former owner Wayne used to get his art from, mm. but uh, Tamika's been very intentional in making sure that we get art from local artists. Really? So all the art that's up here on the wall are from local artists. Oh, yeah. Um, we used to have First Friday where we would rotate the art monthly, okay. but with COVID, we're slowly, yeah, and um, with all of our events going online, we had to change that up. Yeah. So when you first came in and started to be working part-time for Timmy, did your chemistry background, were you using it or were you just working part-time and then your chemistry talents came in later? Or were you coming in and kind of in the lab right away? Well, it... it I kind of thought of it as in the lab because yeah. that's literally all I had done for a profession up until then. So, uh, but eventually got, I got better and better at getting at, you know, yeah. getting to understand that. And even saying like you thought of it as a lab because that's all that you, that's been your profession for 12 years. How hard was that to just do something for so many years of your life and just let it go? And why did you let it go? It wasn't that I let it go. It yeah. was just time to transition at that point, mm -hmm. you know. And obviously I'm back in the lab now, so I haven't <laughs> completely let it go. So I'm holding it on, holding on. Yeah, of course. But I mean, it's, it's a love of yours, honestly. You did it in college. You did it for 12 years. So it's not surprising that you went back to it. Yeah. So now I want to just move into more of the tea side of things with you being the tea chemist. So there's green teas, black teas, white teas. Am I missing any? Oolong. Oolong. Where does that name come from, Oolong? Oolong is a, the original name of Taiwan, I believe. Um, it's a region of, in that area. So Oolong is 
um, they're semi-oxidized teas, and we have a, a, we have a few oolongs. We have about three of them. Okay. And the great thing about oxidation, so of course, you know, with the, being a chemist, I love to talk about oxidation. And what what is oxidation before you even get into it? Because I'm not 100% sure I know, so okay. I know other people don't. Well, Garrett, I, I don't know if I believe you, because everything that you've brought up, you've known. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I'm just going to put that on the record. You've asked me some great questions, so oh, I'm like, dang. I just, I'm like, I think that it's just because it's just, the, you know, just the yeah. framing of it. But um, when you cut... So, for instance, when you cut an apple okay. and it starts to brown, yes, of the oxidation process. Okay, yeah. So you're literally exposing something to oxygen. Okay. Is all it means. Okay. So, so with the uh, with teas, the leaves are the same. So you start with like the bigger leaves, and so you have big, fleshy, bulky leaves. Yeah. Um, those are the white teas. Okay. And then once you, so you have like the fresh cut grass is what I like to use for the green teas uh, because they're picked a little bit further in the season and so they have that like that grassy taste to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just usually just uh, either, uh, they can be fried, but they can also be steamed and dried. Fried. Mm-hmm. Fried tea. So it would be like a wok, like okay, a stir-fried okay, okay, yeah, type yeah, yeah, of, okay, yeah. <laughs> not like deep yeah. fried. <laughs> I knew that could have been it, but I'm not going to last. the first place my mind went to, and I'm just thinking all the things you can do with tea, fry it too, that's amazing. <laughs> I wouldn't say deep fried, but like a, uh, a wok. In a wok, okay. In a wok, yeah. 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 So, what's, so I did a little research about tea, so I'm not an expert, but maybe I know a little bit. Uh, I, Okay, so I know that, and you even mentioned this uh, before before we started recording, it all comes from the same plant. I would have never thought that. I would have thought green green tea is its own separate plant, white, all of that. What is that process of just taking the same exact plant and then you have one that you're leaving for a little bit to make the green tea and then the one next to it you're leaving for a long time to make the black tea? Absolutely, and then you harvest at different times. So you can have multiple harvests. So that's why, like, the, um, and I'll have to show you when we get done, too. When you ha look at a white tea, it's just like you're looking at an actual leaf that you just pulled off of the tree. Yeah. And it's like those big, you know, fleshy bulbs, uh, of leaves, excuse me. Um, whereas a green tea, it's going to have, like, a grassier look. It's going to be, and it's going to, because it's been pulled later from that same plant. Oh, so green tea actually is getting pulled later. Right. And black tea the longest. So tea is going to um, also be exposed to air more. So that's why it turns black because it goes to that oxidation process. So going back to that apple analogy, green tea um, is similar to like when you make apple pie, when you cut a slice of apple and you put it directly in the oven and it just, it doesn't brown. Yeah. That's what the green tea is like. Okay. It's like, that's exactly what the process would be too, where you're like steaming it, you know, you're uh, drying it. Yeah. So now I want to go into like a little guide of what these teas actually do for your mental and your body. That's a great, a lot of great stuff. Yeah. And that's, and see, and that's what I'm thinking. Cause like, let me just ask it like this. If I drink a tea that's supposedly to help with anxiety every day for a month straight, is that just more of an aesthetic thing to help selling or will my anxiety really get better from drinking this certain tea every day for a month faithfully? So I think that, and this is going to sound like a little bit of a circumventing question, okay? So I believe in it okay and i think that that's really what starts it if yeah. it does or if it doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're gonna believe it. if you're gonna believe that it will it will right okay. and if they're proven and 
people's experience. So people have yeah. been drinking tea for thousands, thousands of years. Yeah. Just from the experience standpoint of it too, then you can, you have the practical experience of it. Right. So can you just, and I kind of even asked a question before the question, but so can you just give me a quick rundown of what the teas do? What does a black tea do for your mind and body, green tea and so on and so on and so on? So the, the black teas um, have the most flavor. Um, and they're the most robust in the bowl. So when you go through that uh, oxidation process, it's really going to add in a lot of flavor and a lot of um, boldness to the taste. Yeah, and black tea is, so is it giving you energy? Is it giving you, helping with your digestive system? Which, what is black tea focused on primarily? Primarily, I would say the caffeine would probably be one of the biggest health benefits um, because of the fact that's what people look for. Like um, the, the black tea is the most popular in the U.S. because of... Most caffeine, you're right. People want to wake up. You know. That's American culture. It is. Yeah. It is, and um, it's one of those that, and so yeah, that's what makes it popular in this country. Um, and one other great health benefit it has is that it has an amino acid called L-theanine in it. So, so say that L-theanine. L-theanine. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a chemical that actually naturally helps to relax your brain. So you get the, you kind of get that best, best of both worlds. Yeah. yeah. And so if it being the one that's caffeine, I'm going to compare it to coffee, and I may be wrong to do, but so I drink coffee just strictly to wake up. You take a sip of coffee and you're awake immediately. It's just strong. Is it like that with black tea or you got to drink a little bit more of it before you're really getting awake and moving? The, t the caffeine in tea is a little bit different than coffee. One, there's not as much. Um, but then too, because of the fact that there's a different level, you kind of get that nice, you get a, a slower release. So it's almost like you're taking a, a slow release pill where the caffeine just gradually increases throughout the day instead of it being like that jolt of energy you get from coffee. Definitely. So now let's move on to green tea, which is what we're drinking now. This tea actually, for me to say I don't taste it, I my brother was right. Like as I'm tasting it, I am tasting those flavors and stuff with every cup and stuff. So I am wrong. I was wrong about. Oh no, it's all good. It's it's all you know. People's palates are completely different though too. So we all we all have different things that we taste when we taste the tea as well. So green tea, black tea is the caffeine. What is green tea doing for you? Green tea has a lot of metabolic. Uh, benefits to it. People want to lose weight. If you want to uh, work on your diabetes, if you want to work on your blood pressure, um, so objectively, tea is a, across the board will help you with all of that. But green tea is one of those where it's not as processed as black tea, so you get a little bit more of those health benefits. Okay, so the processing, processing more, you get more flavor, but less health benefits. So it's a trade-off. I wouldn't say less health benefits, different health benefits. Different health so yes, okay. right. yes, and and you know, like the antioxidants are the most prominent in white teas. Okay. Because of the fact that you don't, because of the processing. And your processing get the least amount out of all the tea. Exactly. Yeah. But you get the bolder flavor with black tea okay. because you, it's now gotten more. You can put more in it, so they actually uh, they actually crumble and roll the leaves to help absorb more of flavoring as well. So white teas, just to finish out the, well now we have oolong tea, but just to finish out our guide, what, is, what do white teas do? White teas are the, um, have a lot of antioxidants, so antioxidants are great for cancer fighting. Okay. Uh, so going back to the chemistry, uh, free radicals are unpaired electrons, and so they wreak havoc in the body. Mm. They go through and um, 
antioxidants basically come and consume them to make sure that they are before they get cancerous. Those fighting agents and those the white teas really do a good job of just giving you more of those. Absolutely. Oolong tea running down the uh, Oolong tea is great because it's um, so Oolong tea can be a little bit it's a little darker than the green tea so it has like a little bit more of a bolder taste to it yeah. but not like a black tea mm. and then you have uh, so semi-oxidized okay semi-oxidized uh, semi where the black tea is fully oxidized okay. and then you can go darker on the uh, oolongs to get it closer to a black tea but you can still re retain some of that freshness to it okay. last but certainly not least i'm sure oolong so what is the oolong doing for you as far as the health benefit they're uh so great for the digestive system okay yeah, if you have any type of like digestive issue oolongs are great for that now, we, we forgot one tea category that's not technically teas that you brought up earlier, too. And I was going to forget, and my mind went about it because it's not even a tea. Now, in my back of my head, I'm thinking it was like a juice. But herbal teas. <laughs> but herbal teas. And, I mean, this is news to me, and I'm sure, so like I said, it has to be news to other people. Herbal teas technically aren't tea. Correct. Explain that a little bit. So just like you were saying, teas, tea comes from the exact same tea plant. Okay. And so it's all one plant. We don't have any tea plant in the in the uh, herbal, category. herbal category. Is it possible for you could ever we could ever get an herbal tea that's made from that same plant, or is that just beyond chemistry? Well, that's not really the point of the herbal tea, though. It's to it's to take the dried fruit, dried flowers, and you're you're taking they've been dehydrated because they've been dried, mm -hmm. and so you maximize pulling out those health benefits because of that. And you're pulling, and with herbal tea, I'm just assuming you're pulling out the health benefits depending on what the fruit is. Exactly. So everything is just different. It's really kind of hard to, uh, yeah. You can't really combine them into one category like that because, like, the one that, you, that we were talking about, the pomegranate, mm. is great for blood pressure. Uh, yeah. And that's just, and it has vitamins and minerals in it. Yeah. Uh, we carry a rooibos uh, herbal a tea. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. an African uh, red bush tea. Um, it's a nice, beautiful rust color um, because it's been oxidized. Okay, yeah. So you know how you see nails um, that ha have oh, rusted. Have all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oxidation. oxidation. When the oxygen touches, okay. And I learned that. That's, yep. And I learned that from you today. Yeah. I wasn't sure I knew about the oxygen, <laughs> the oxidation process until just now. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's just over time, and so once that that rooibos, um, it actually is a green, uh, very fine needle type of tea. But once it's oxidized, it turns a, a beautiful rust color. But it has a lot of metal minerals. It has alpha hydroxide, uh, which is great for your skin. Um, it's decaffeinated as well, so kids will drink it. Uh, pregnant moms can drink it. So great for uh, brain function as well. Yeah. So I've always kind of been a lover of tea, and but when I was a kid in my early teenage years, it was all tea bags. I just am recently getting. You're I'm sorry, you knew, call I knew. I know. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying I, we need to get into that. Why is the tea bag just not? This is what I'm thinking. Is a tea bag just not an easier, quicker way? Are you not just putting the same leaves into a nice little easy bag? And, no. It's convenient. But it's not the same experience. It's, it, so it's almost like compressing your tea into a. Um, it's forcing it into. So the great thing about tea leaves is that they need space to really okay to really do that. And yeah. so going back to the chemistry, it, if you want to maximize an extraction, okay. um, you want to increase your surface area. So once your 
if you have your uh, tea leaves that are constrained and they're compact, and this little bag. it's just not going to give you the same flavor as wow. if they open up and yeah. then they're able to, the water's able to hit them from multiple uh, spaces and then you're able to drain the tea liquor out that way. Uh, and even just with saying that, like, there's so much into, like, getting the best flavor out of tea. Because, like, for my show, like, I use these little these little tea things that you stick, and we were kind of talking about that right. before recording. That's not even going to give you the full flavor. Right. Is it because that same idea that the tea leaves are so packed together? So how And the other thing that I want to mention, too, that I think is also important is that, that tea bags technically have tea dust. Tea dust. So it's the leftover. So what oh. you see here are the actual leaves. You got the full leaves, you got the full experience with the tea okay. itself. Um, the tea bags are going to be what's left over. Really? Once, so that's part of the, that's what they're using yeah. to, to sell. It's like, yeah, I mean, just like sausage, right? You use what's left over to sell the oh, rest of the, okay, okay, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, so, exactly. So yeah. So with everything that goes into making the perfect cup of tea, I thought you'd be the perfect person to ask. I want to make a tea that's going to give me the same flavor here at home. What's that process? Oh, wow. So there's, um, it, I highly recommend using the steepers okay. because that does allow the tea leaves to open up. Um, you want to be careful with green and white teas because you don't want to burn the tea leaves by using your too hot of water. Um, and a lot of times that's what people will do. They'll boil the water. That is a trial and error thing, to be honest with okay. you. Uh, we recommend that you take the water right before it starts to boil oh. and use that water um, and then steep it for no more than two minutes. For the white and the green teas? For the white and the green teas. For the black teas, I can wait for it to boil all the way and let it steep for those five, six minutes? No, five, six minutes might be a little excess <laughs> excessive, okay? <laughs> I see. I told. I don't know everything. I'm. I'm learning. You do. You do. But no. But uh, actually, five minutes is the absolute most. Uh, we usually steep it at three, though, when you get it here. Um, and then herbal teas, because they're not the tea leaves, you can have the hottest water, so you can boil it all the way, and then you can steep it for ten. Oh wow! And that's because you are extracting out the. You want to pull all the flavor out all the way. Definitely. And um, the reason why the black teas take a little bit longer too is because the tea leaves are not flat and open so the I don't know if you remember like when we saw the green tea how yeah. they're they're flatter tea leaves so it doesn't take as much to open up those tea leaves to expose them to the water mm -hmm. the black tea leaves are uh, are rolled and they're uh, they can be hand rolled and kind of uh, crumbled a little bit so you that way they take longer to open up okay yeah so they're like a little bit more like coiled up like you know yeah. so you got to hit them with a little bit more water <laughs> All right, <that laughs> a little hotter water yeah, it takes yeah. more work a little bit it takes a little bit more work okay but it's worth it though because i mean the herbal teas i mean those are my favorite because i love taste and so i so that was that extra work that extra hit is definitely doing so. well that was for the black teas that i was talking about but for the herbal teas the same type of thing though okay and, yeah. and, but the one thing that I didn't mention before is that in the uh, tea leaves, there are tannins. Anybody tannins. a wine drinker? Me. Yo, wine drinkers? Yes, okay. I'm kind of a lot, but I kind of actually really like wine. Okay. That, so you know that bitterness that's mm. in tea, that's in uh, uh, wine, Red is, wine. Is the, are the tannins. Tannins. Okay. Same thing as tea. So it's that same, oh. like if you oversteep tea, that's when you get like, oh, this tea is bad mm. because you've now, you've oversteeped it, you've over processed it. Yeah. So you don't get that like bitterness, like, okay. you know. Yeah. 
Um, and green teas have a lot of tannins in them. And honestly, when people say that they like tea, a lot of times they're referring to herbal teas. Yeah. Because some people don't really like the tannins that they feel in teas. Okay, that makes sense. And they don't even know that that's what they're not liking. That's is. what they're not liking. So about. if you're drinking a tea, just a little service announcement. If you're drinking a tea and you don't know it's not really doing it for you, it may be the tannins. It could be the tannins. So I'm sure you being in here and being the tea chemist, you drink tea every single day. So I don't want to ask you what your favorite tea is. Yeah, I don't want to ask you what your favorite tea is, but what's the tea that you find yourself drinking a lot of times right now? Oh, so this morning, if I thought about, I had, we have an amazing apricot tea. And, and what is tea, that, a green, white, herbal? It's a black tea. It's a black tea, apricot, okay. Oh my goodness, I'm about to let you smell it before you leave. Yeah, it is just right. like so flavorful. Um, it has some peach undertones to it. <laughs> And I love fruity teas. That's probably yeah. my favorite. Um, and I actually added some almond. So I typically am not a savory tea drinker. Yeah. But the almond and the apricot is a is a beautiful match made in heaven. Oh my gosh! I hate to do this. I'm gonna have to burst the bubble. I need another one. I'm allergic to almonds. I'm allergic oh. to all tree nuts. All tree nuts. Okay. Yeah. But you said you added the almond to it. I did. So you can do the apricot just straight up. What what made you decide to put that almond in? So we had a barista here, uh, our tea, one of our tea sommeliers. Um, tea sommeliers. Yes. So wine sommelier is all is what they call. <laughs> and we also are also called tea, tea sommeliers. sommeliers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. So Bridget, she recommended one time, and I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna do that, but I'm like, this is amazing. Okay. So. <laughs> and it really made the difference. You could tell it without the almond versus with the almond, it really makes a difference. But also, I'm a little so I'm a little prejudiced. I love almond too, so I'm like, I can have almond like I'm like, and yeah, our yeah, almond yeah. is so rich, mm. it's so like flavorful that I'm just like. It makes a difference. You see, that's just making me think. Just so, just one ingredient right there can make a tea very different. Absolutely. How often do you find yourself tweaking your teas and saying, well, "Let's add this and add that"? I mean, you're a chemist, so. I so I'm pretty basic though when it comes to like I like to just my mom growing up when she would uh, make food for us, she wouldn't add a whole lot of, lot of seasoning. So, and I try not to like coat my palate with a whole bunch of excess stuff Uh, because it just makes it where it's like, then it becomes too much. I like to just taste it. Mm. Like, I just want tea without any sugar or, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to be able to taste it. And respect the flavor. And respect the flavor. So I I really encourage, I highly encourage our customers to do the same because a lot of times we add all this stuff and it really doesn't need it. Especially these teas because we go through the process of finding the best quality as well yeah definitely so are you just keeping your same tea flavors like or do you like make new tea flavors like how does that work is it always the same tea flavors across the board 365 days a year now we yes and and sometimes we'll introduce new ones so at our uh, new location at Tarkington Park they have some newer ones in the rotation to be able to yeah excuse me add that those in yeah. So we've talked about chemistry. We've talked about tea. Now I kind of want to just get into just you, just Joy as a person herself. So I want to just go back to stopping when you uh, go back to when you decided to stop being a chemist for that little period of time. Was that like something that was like, was there fear wrapped into that? Like, were you scared or did you just kind of just jump off the porch and just go right into it? <laughs> um, I am a thrill seeker. <laughs> <laughs> You're a thrill seeker? My, my brother would 
and he would oh he's gonna kill me if I if he ever hears this but I, <laughs> I'm not I'm gonna leave my brother out just because yeah, I get that way but when we would go to the uh, amusement parks go, growing up, yeah. I didn't want to be at the front of the ride. I wanted to be, want to be in the back. I did not want to be in the back. I was like, as long as I was tall enough to ride, that was my biggest measure. I'm like, let's go. Hey, you would know. your brother want to be in the back? All right, I didn't say. You didn't say. You didn't say. You didn't say. I'm not saying anything else about my brother. Okay. Right. All right, I'm sorry. It was all right. I brought it up. That's okay. Let's move on. <laughs> But yes, he would want to be in the back. He's like, Troy, what are you doing? And so he would, you know, we would joke about him not letting his little sister outdo him, okay? Because I'm much younger, much younger than he is. So, so you were just able to just move well, into that and just flow into it then because you have that threat. I wouldn't say it was that simple, like just to flow, you know, but I don't mind. I think life is life. Like you have to change things up. And if, you know, you were getting to the point where in – it's, it's something that's not working for you that you need to figure out how to make it work or try a different avenue. Okay. So. And just like life is life. I don't even know what to say. I just like that quote. Sometimes <laughs> when I hear something, it just sticks in my head. But I'm going to remember that like a couple hours even after this interview. So what about the little nuanced things that go with switching your job? I mean, you have a daily structure. You have this money financial pay that you've gone with for 12 years. You have driving to work every day. Like just the little things that you get from staying in the same thing for 12 years. Was that switch like, ooh, I have a new switch because I'm a thrill seeker? Or is that kind of hard to just get a new normal? Definitely, yeah. There's there's definitely adjustments. And I, I've learned with transitions that I need support, you know. And so I talked to great friends about some of the ways that I'm working through what I need support with. Um, and then it's just one step at a time. Some days one it's a, a yeah. Some yeah. days one it's one hour at a time. Some days it's a minute at a time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, because you you do give up something that you know you've known, and there's a there is a grieving process that goes along yeah. with that. However, on the other side of that, you know you know that there's there's other things that you want to accomplish with your life, and that's what I always try to go to. Like the legacy that I want to leave. leave. Yeah, the legacy that you want to leave. And I mean, as an entrepreneur, I feel like from a, I feel like I consider myself an entrepreneur and just that legacy standpoint, you don't ever want to be a business owner and not be successful. What would you say you want your legacy to be as not just a tea chemist, but as an entrepreneur as well and as a human? This is as a human. Um, so my other degree is in Spanish and I'm a very left wing, right brain person, as you hear me But I tend to tend to, to go with the humanities just a little bit more. Um, I studied abroad when I was young, so I think that that kind of helped me with like change and, and facing my fear in yeah. a sense because yeah. I was alone and I mean I had people that I worked with, so it's not like somebody just dropped me off in the wilderness and everything. So don't don't get me wrong, but I was. Uh, I was going to foreign countries by myself and or with programs yeah. and living there, you know. So I was in Mexico for seven weeks uh, with the IU Honors Program mm. at 17. Wow. You know, I went to a group uh, to Spain at 16, and I studied abroad in college again, at, and I was there for three and a half months. So, you know, I'm sure that had a like had an impact on just you as a person and how you see life because I mean absolutely just the different cultures and everything mm -hmm. do you still travel and do you still get out and travel today because I'm assuming you still have that love oh I have to oh I uh I definitely have to okay definitely have to travel 
Yeah. So, but uh, the legacy that I would like to leave is just being able to have the be culturally relevant. So I really enjoy understanding culture. So from the African American perspective specifically, because that's how I see the world. Yeah. Um, but then also bringing that to the uh, broader culture, it coming to me. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. So, um, if that's through chemistry, if that's through tea, if that's through having this is why this space is so important to me because. Yeah. You can create a culture about other people coming in and enjoying your culture. Of course. And I mean, you guys 100% have 100% created a culture in here. You can just feel it as soon as you walk in. So back to traveling, because I love traveling just a little bit of it I've done, but I plan on doing so much more. What's your favorite place you've been? Oh. <laughs> How much time you got? Yeah, I've been to 15 countries overall. Jesus. And um, my favorite place in the States is New Orleans, hands down. I still love New Orleans more than anywhere else in this country. It's just the people, it's the culture, it's the food, it's the, you're close to a whole lot of other places. It's really cool. Um, my favorite country other than the U.S. is Cuba. Cuba? Yeah. It's an amazing cultural experience there, too. Um, it's just rich. Mm, just culture. Just rich in culture. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, what's, so I want to get into just more about what do you guys have planned for the tea shop and everything like that. So, as far as like the culture, do you think, what do you think is coming next for Tea Me India as far as collaborations, as far as anything that you want to change with the company? What do you see this place being in 10 years? Oh, wow. Um, that's more of a Tamika question, too, because I'm like, you know, just yeah, being you know able to cast it. Yeah, yeah, because she cast the vision. It's just like, okay, let's yeah, make it happen. She does a great job of doing it. She does, too. yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, but to answer to, to some degree, I know that we want to continue to be in other locations. So we have the second location that's opened up this year in April. Um, but then even having um, more. Yeah. So just where's, continue. Where's our uh, second location? That's all I can know. At uh, Tarkington Park. Tarkington Park. Tarkington. Tarkington mm -hmm. Park. Yep. Okay. The 39th in Illinois. All right. And I just kind of want to finish up just with we're talking about you. So traveling, I know, but what do you do for fun? What are you doing? Because like, you're always working. If you're not working, how do you get out there and enjoy and just have fun? So I do. I do. It's one of my jobs um, is not really work. <laughs> I try not to do jobs where I feel like I'm working. Okay, yeah. Does that make sense? No, it makes like, like, No, it makes so much sense. Because I literally hate working. So, no, I like, do too. You know, so, so if you're doing something you love, it's yeah, not working. It's you not working. I get paid, right? So, um, and honestly, I have not gotten paid for this exactly yet. But I'm a Zoom instructor. Really? So um, I do that via Zoom. Um, Wednesday and Friday yeah. um, and I just you know just that opportunity to be able to, to enjoy the yeah. time with people definitely um, I mean that's it I feel like I have everything in that I needed to say to you it was a great conversation and I mean thank you again for just taking the time out of your day it's busy in here and you decided to come and talk to me I mean that means a lot to me no, I appreciate you yeah and that wraps up another episode of what's it like and that's a wrap